Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The crisis as it continues in Ukraine and in Mariupol, where the Russians have said or said a few days ago that they were going to bypass that large steel plant. Putin saying that uh, as far as he was concerned, victory had been achieved when it had not. And the word today is that the Russians have again attacked the steel plant. The uh, head of the United Nations Human Rights Organization says, here's a quote, horror of human rights violations have been perpetrated against civilians. Dmitry Gorin is the Ukraine Member of Parliament for Mariupol, and uh, Mr. Gorin's been on this program on a number of occasions. He's back with us today. Dmitry, how are you? Uh, we are okay. Uh, we have a war, as you know, but also we have an Easter tomorrow, like uh, Eastern Christian Easter. So all the countries in the war, but hoping for, you know, a big revival. What can you tell us about what's going on in Mariupol today? In Mariupol, there are still one, almost 100,000 people by estimate of uh, mayor's office. Uh, the city uh, residential areas are mostly occupied uh, by Russian troops, but we have our army. Uh, they are all there, our border police and police and Azov uh, battalion. They all joined on the territory of Azov, Azov steel iron and uh, steel plant. And it's pretty large territory, around uh, 10, 000, uh, 10 uh, square kilometers, and uh, with uh, uh, like buildings and with underground structures. And uh, as you remember, two days ago, uh, Putin uh, made an order to stop assault uh, on uh, of Azovstal, uh, still planned. But uh, yes, of course, like always, when Russia says something, uh, it's uh, totally in contrary what what they are doing. So. So assault is uh, just uh, going on. Uh, the uh, Azov uh, steel, uh, steel plant is uh, heavily, heavily bombarded uh, by Russian uh, uh, Russian planes and Russian bombs and artillery, uh, and uh, uh, we are waiting for this assault uh, to continue. Uh, on the territory of the Azov steel, steel plant, is there is no not only. Uh, uh, our soldiers, Ukrainian army soldiers, but also civilians, around 1,000 of uh, civilians, and uh, mostly these people are families of Ukrainian soldiers. And uh, we understand why Azov Battalion and the Ukrainian soldiers, they're ending until the last bullet and the last man because their families are with them and... Uh, as we know, after Bucha, after Irpin, uh, what Russians do with the families uh, of uh, Ukrainian soldiers, these women, these children, they will be raped and they will be killed. So on the Azovstal territory, uh, we have uh, our troops and uh, uh, our Ukrainian, uh, uh, in, uh, Ukrainian government already said that, of course, we're uh, thinking about uh, unblocking of uh, Mariupol with a uh, military way, uh, but we are waiting uh, weapons from our international partners that uh, will help us, uh, will be possible, will make possible uh, this to happen. And on the other territory of uh, Mariupol uh, that are occupied by Russian troops, there are 
uh, mass deportations of uh, uh, Mariupol people to territory of uh, Russia. I just uh, several days ago, I helped to leave territory of Russia. One woman, uh, 73 years old, that were deported to the border of Kazakhstan. And uh, we evacuated her to St. Petersburg and then to Narva and Tallinn, to the uh, Church of European Union. Uh, so we have, I have like firsthand uh, evidences of, of these uh, deportations. And also uh, maybe you hear, heard that uh, two big mass graves were found on the satellite images. Uh, around uh, 10,000 people can be buried in uh, a grave of uh, such size. Uh, and uh, it's uh, comparable already with mass graves uh, under Nazi occupation of Mariupol in 1942. Uh, and uh, after uh, this um, uh, the, the repressions and uh, after mass killing of uh, uh, in 1937 by, made by Stalin and uh, Soviet Russia. Uh, so what's uh, that was going on in Mariupol? Yeah. Um, just to hear you speak about what is really a, a progressional litany of horrors that the people of Mariupol are not, not, not have suffered, they have, but they continue to suffer is so deeply disturbing. D does the Ukraine military have the essentials that it needs? I know it needs a lot more in the way of, of supplies and weaponry. So specifically, do you know what the Ukraine military requires from Canada, from the United States, from Britain and other Western nations? What is most necessary? Yes, of course. It's uh, long-range artillery, and we already started to get it uh, from uh, USA also. And uh, uh, we need uh, tanks, of course, if you uh, need an um, offensive uh, uh, military operation, you need uh, armored vehicles. Uh, and uh, we need more drones and uh, also uh, the suicide drones, switchblade drones. And uh, uh, for, because we cannot, you know, they, 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 not, they will always outnumber us. Always. They have, they don't, uh, they don't, they don't, don't have interest about their people. They death. They leave uh, just bodies of soldiers on the battlefield. They don't don't take them. It's it's pretty weird what that's what's going on. But we need offensive weapons, and we need once again tanks, drones, long range artillery, and uh, of course planes for control controlling the uh, airspace. Yeah, Canada has uh, apparently sent out uh, artillery. So, you know, I know you need that. So that's good from from our federal government to have done that. My question, though, I, I, I look at the horrors that I see, Dimitro, uh, and we've been seeing it for weeks now and they just get worse. And the Russians behavior is abominable. So I ask myself, how does how do you sit down and have peace talks with Putin and with people who've done this to your people? It, it would be extremely difficult, I'm sure. I'm, I, hopefully the peace talks will happen. But to sit down with Putin and have peace talks would be extremely difficult. Any war finishes with uh, peace talks. That's uh, that's a normal. Uh, but uh, in uh, this situation, we don't see any real wish uh, to have a peace agreement from the side of Russia. They are regrouping uh, near on the Donbass, and they want to 
uh, encircle uh, Ukrainian army uh, group. It's around 40,000 uh, soldiers uh, on Donbass. Uh, they don't have success now, but they uh, continue uh, to do it. And uh, we, I am very pessimistic about these peace talks because Russian just use uh, to use uh, these peace talks to distract international uh, society. That's uh, the only, that's the only uh, target of, of this process. And uh, uh, Putin said uh, uh, that he's uh, uh, that that's not time. Uh, he said to Chancellor of uh, Austria that it's not time uh, for peace talks and uh, for. Uh, to stop uh, like firing, to stop uh, shelling, and uh, so personally, me once again, I'm very pessimistic. I, I am sure this uh, war will have military decision. Yeah. Uh, do you have any sense that there may be? And I ask this because we're going to be speaking to a uh, a former CEO of a Russian bank shortly, who has called Putin a terrorist who murders his hostages. And, and I've seen other influential Russians, wealthy Russians, who are challenging Putin. They're not doing it inside Russia because they've they've had to leave. But there seems to be opposition now growing against uh, Putin. Do you have any sense that that's going on? I think uh, Russia also had opposition uh, to Stalin. And uh, this opposition were mostly killed, mostly all, all of them. Uh, and... Uh, I don't have uh, history, historical examples uh, about uh, in Russian history that uh, in, in this case of dictatorship, uh, there will be a real cult. The cults in Russian history is, are always when the king is weak. That's their model. Right. And uh, they, they live under dictators and it uh, looks like uh, that is uh, not okay for them like by what they're saying, but uh, it's okay for them by what they're doing because there, we don't see real protests. And we see that a lot of uh, Russians and also in Russian elites, they're saying that if we already started the war, we cannot lose. In some way, they're right because when Russia lose, and we see all of us, we see now that Russia will uh, lose this war just because they cannot win against all the world. And when the Russia uh, lose this war, will lose this war, it will be the end of Russian Federation as a country that we, we know. Yeah. You know, and they understand it. So this uh, very small uh, histories about uh, businessmen protesting or about, you know, this uh, woman on the Russian TV protested. Yes. It's uh, mostly uh, stories about people that can, uh, that are trying to save themselves, their lives, uh, but not about, uh, you know, changing uh, the dictature to democratic uh, government and democratic processes, no. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 